Now, I don't care whether you've jumped from 30,000 feet once or whether you've done it a couple hundred times like I have. When they depressurize a fucking plane, it gets real goddamn cold, real goddamn fast. I stumbled through the plane until I found an oxygen outlet. I identified it by Braille, funneled the nozzle, shoved it song foreplay into the female connector, and, unlike the president, inhaled as deeply as I could. Arch turned on the emergency lights in the cargo bay, and everything was all of a sudden bathed in dim red. Now I could see again. There were eight of us making the jump tonight. A hey-ho. That's high altitude, high opening. Insertion, which would take us to that aforementioned 30-mile airborne parasail. Followed by the 10-mile boat ride. And all that. That was going to be the easy part. Because, after our half-the-fun-is-getting-there fun, we have the second part of the good time. To wit assaulting a ship whose crew is augmented by Shandui, Chinese Navy Commando reconnaissance units, who were probably almost as well-trained as we were. We take the ship down and send it to the bottom before they could get any message to the outside world that they'd been attacked. Not that executing any above would be a problem, not with the merry band of hop-and-pop shooter-looters I have with me tonight. Tonight, I was traveling with warriors. Over there, Duckfoot Dewey ran a second swipe of Russian duct tape around his magazine pouch so it wouldn't come open mid-air and leave him sawn ammo for the suppressed HK machine gun secured to his chest. Just to his left, Gator Shepard checked the tape that wound around his Adidas GSG-9 tactical boot tops. The shock of jumping out of a plane can rip your boots right off. Next to Gator, Half-Pine Harris fondled his swim buddy, Piccolo and Meade's rucksack, pulling on it hard to make sure it wouldn't separate when the chute opened. Hunkered down just across the aisle from Half Pint was Chief Gunner's mate Eddie DiCarlo. I call him Nod, as in winkin' and blinkin'. Taking a long and loving last look at a suppressed Heckler & Koch MP5 PDW before he stowed it in the padded scabbard that would ride on his right thigh. Leaning against the bulkhead just aft of Nod was Master Chief Nasty Nicky Grundle, whom I'd rescued not three weeks ago from a drab training assignment in Hawaii. Nasty's web gear was being checked over carefully by his new swim buddy, a former UCLA linebacker named Boomerang, the only West Coast surfer puke in my current group of shooters. Boomerang had earned his name during Buds. Had he ever. The first time he went through training, he broke his ankle the fifth week. So they sent him back until the next cycle. The second time around, he broke his collarbone at the end of the sixth week. This time they tried to wash him out, but the son of a bitch refused to go. And the third time through, he graduated at the top of his Buds class, with two broken toes and a cracked rib. I tell you more about Boomerang, but I see the pilot just blinked the red lights three times. And now the son of a bitch is lowering the ramp. And over there, the crewmen are unfolding the tracks so the ICRRC package, specifically the Kevlar-reinforced rubber assault craft, engine, fuel bladder, communications package, and assault gear, all lashed together in one ingenious parachutable bundle, can roll right off the end of the ramp. Arch, the pilot blinked thrice again. That was a get-ready sign. The next signal, the green jump indicator, would be roughly five minutes from now. I scampered up to the cockpit, gave Arch a thump on his shoulder, a hearty fuck you cock breath, and an upraised middle finger to show how much I cared. Arch handed the controls to his co-pilot and swiveled in his chair. Fuck you too, asshole. Just stay in one piece, huh? I nodded. I'll try. He extended his big gloved hand. If there's ever anything else I can do, just call. I'm in the book at Kadena. There are a lot of Kellys, but only one spelled my way, with Nye. I grinned behind my mask, took his hand and clasped it. 
Well, Kelly, with an I and an E, don't make any fucking offers you don't mean. I never do. Art scribbled, settled back behind the wheel, made sure he had his feet firmly on the pedals, then nodded to his co-pilot that he was assuming control. I plugged my Magellan into the navigator's satellite data display. His radar had our target ship on the screen. It was some 125-odd miles from our current position, traveling due north at a steady six knots an hour. What was our current position? Well, we were over the water now, the South China Sea to be precise, about 200 miles south of the equator and 110 degrees east longitude. FYI, the plane, as well as its crew, came from the Air Force Special Operations Command, 353rd Special Operations Group, 1st Spec Ops Squadron, based at Kadena Air Base on Okinawa. I stared through the pilot's windshield. It was a perfect operational milieu. There were no lights to be seen anywhere. I turned away, plugged my Magellan.